This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair senior writer, and I'm here today in person with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair's senior Hollywood writer. On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment, and celebrity from the past week. From the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between. And we have two very special guests, Kristen Meinzer and James Barr of Panoply's When Megan Met Harry podcast. And you should also check out We Went On Their podcast this week. It was a fun crossover. Yeah, we, we did a little crossover switcheroo situation. The, the formal name for that. Right. Um, but you should listen to our episode with them as well. And then we're now going to transition into our interview with Kristen and James. We talked about all sorts of things related to our fave couple. And James is based in London, so we got to hear a little bit about what the London reaction has been, which has been interesting. And the excitement over there now in the lead up to the wedding. And I think we're all very pleased that we had a combined obsession with the ripped jeans and the messy bun. That's where we really bonded. So enjoy. We are so thrilled today to have Kristen Meinzer and James Barr here. Uh, They host an incredible, exclusively royal podcast on Panoply, When Meghan Met Harry. If you guys are not listening to it already, you should be listening to it. Um, We recorded an episode with them, which you'll be able to hear on their uh, channel. Uh, Ours will be coming out as well. And uh, you have to check it out. They are as obsessed with Meghan and Harry, I think it's safe to say, as we are. It's so funny. It's like we're meeting the bizarro versions of ourselves. <laughs> it's like that Seinfeld episode. It's like one of those conventions where you meet the people who have the same obsession, you know? And I, I imagine I've never been to one of those, but this is what I think it probably <laughs> feels like. Guys, I would pay thousands of dollars to be at a Hagen convention. Like, that needs to happen. <laughs> right? Oh I know. It really God. should, actually. Can you imagine? I know. Are we all going to wear messy buns and fascinators? <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, I mean, it's going to be wonderful. And James is based in London, actually, so he's joining us from London, where right near Meghan and Harry, right down the street, I assume. Literally down the road from Meghan and Harry, just a, a quick hop on the underground away. Yeah, and Kristen's in New York with us, and Julie's here in New York, too, so it's a special occasion. I know, a um, very special. Because you, Julie's usually in LA, so it's, very, it's a special week all around. So I guess to start out with, we want to ask you guys where, because we talk about this a lot amongst ourselves, where did the fascination with Harry and Meghan start for you guys? Where do you think you were you were hooked? Do you remember exactly when it was that you were really like, we're into this, we're, we're all on board? What's your royal obsession origin story? Yeah. Well, it's it's funny because it almost feels like they've always been with us. Yeah. It almost feels as though there couldn't have been a moment when this began because it was a love for all eternity and it really was part of our consciousness and our lives and our dreams and our hopes before any of us were even born. So it's hard to just choose one moment. (laughs) But I just, I was hooked as soon as Harry put out that public statement saying, don't mess with Megan. There are racist and sexist overtones in all of this news coverage. Leave her alone. The fact that they were not engaged, were not married yet. And he was being very seriously protective of her. I mean, it was impossible not to think this is the real deal. And that I feel like was such an interesting moment, too, because it broke precedent. It was such a shocking thing for them to release a statement like that. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they've never done that before, unless it's actually your wife or unless you're actually in the family. But yeah, yeah, he really said, I care about her. Leave her alone. Right. I think um, as a sort of Londoner, as a British person, we're sort of taught to be like, you know, (laughs) right. And and that moment was significant but for me i think i just put it in the back of my head like to be honest harry had had a lot of exes um not not shade and we were probably all just like yeah we'll see what happens and then as soon as the roasting chicken announcement came out <laughs> I, was, I was done i was hooked we were all hooked and yeah it just feels now like they've been with us forever and i can't wait to see them have beautiful babies and like heal the world right <laughs> and act their superpowers my big question, if you guys had the afternoon to spend with Megan individually, what would you do? Ooh, oh, this is, wow. This is a tough question. This is tough. Oh, there's so much. I mean, I would drink a lot of gin. I know <laughs> yeah. that. I feel like I'd have a bachelorette party. <laughs> like, just a personal bachelorette, Megan and I. I love that. I feel like she would get really into planning. She mm-hmm. would know exactly what to do. Yeah. We'd be drinking our gin out of Messy Bun, Getting Stuff Done mugs. Yes. Do you know that mug? <laughs> messy Bun, Getting Stuff Done? No. Oh, I need yeah. to get one. It's a one. great mug, guys. <laughs> you, oh, my God. We all need one. I know. I'd probably invite Liam Payne to perform again. <laughs> just for, for Megan and I, like put on a personal concert. That would be a great day. Wow. Yeah. What about you, Kristen? Is this too crazy of a thing for her? I don't know if she'd want to sit down and watch the Lifetime movie of her and Harry. Oh, that's an incredible answer. Me. That's and, like, such a good answer. us all drinking. She loves wine she loves cocktails but we'd have a selection of cocktails and snacks she loves mexican food and asian food so we'd have kind of a buffet of food in front of us just sitting on the couch and drinking our cocktails and then just crying and cheering while we watch lifetime movies together is that too lowbrow? That should be out in the brilliant. world, right? No, Doing stuff. I, I really you like know what? that. Kristen and I do a great impression of the latest Lifetime trailer if you want us to do it. Kristen doesn't mean Kate and I'm amazing at Harry. Should we do it, Kristen? Yes. You can't be Peter Pan forever. <laughs> You're like, is it marriage isn't so bad? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll do that one. I'll do that one. Marriage isn't so bad. To hell with tradition. <laughs> That's amazing. I think you guys should like... You should rena- take this rena- on the road. I know, exactly. I was going to say touring production. We were actually the backup cast, right. just in case the current cast didn't come <laughs> right. through for the movie. First yeah. alternate. Yeah. Was... I really feel like I didn't know how exactly just how excited I was until I saw that trailer. And it's better than I even could have ever imagined. It's so good. I know. And it's I so kind good. of love how they gave Kate this this role. She's not a villain, but she's there with like the tough love yes. to deliver. Yes. I didn't quite expect her to be kind yeah. of the taskmaster. It was incredible. What are you guys going to do for the actual are you going to like live tweet it when it comes on so the lifetime movie i already have plans to watch it with girlfriends unfortunately james you said it's not going to be available in the uk right yeah i'm going to try and somehow get a stream yeah We'll, we'll figure out a way to hook you up somehow. We'll have to, we'll, we'll get our minds yeah, Even together. if I have to FaceTime Kristen or you guys whilst it's on and just watch it through that. Oh, I'll, that's I'll a good that. idea. Yeah. Oh, maybe we should do that, James. We should do that. That's yeah, really I smart. We'll do that. So we're super excited to watch it. Um, some girlfriends and I have the whole evening planned. I, I'm going to live tweet it. We're going to have cocktails and snacks. Maybe we should just have a cutout of Megan with us. 
Yeah. So it sort of feels like she's with us. You have to do that. Oh, yeah. So yeah. speaking of plans, I know I saw on your Twitter feed yesterday, I think you already have your fascinators for the wedding. Is that right? Oh, yes, absolutely. James and I are serious about looking good for this wedding. And, you know, taking some I, cues from Beatrice <laughs> and Eugenie. We're, yeah. not, we're not afraid. We're, we're making bold decisions with our, with our fascinators. So James has I a I haven't be- seen them yet. Well, I ordered them. As per James's specifications, so J- I can't deal. James. So I, I'm planning on wearing like pink, and I wanted a pink fascinator, yes. to sort of match my rouge hair. Yeah, so uh, he my has hairy hair. he has a pink feather fastener that's giant, feathery, poofy, beautifulness, and it's going to look so good, kind of a blush pink. And the headband was ordered to match his hair color, so that it will blend Maybe. right in with his hair, and all you'll see is that beautiful feathery pink poof on the front of his I, I, forehead. I just, wow. the, but the best thing about this, guys, is that we've been provisionally booked to appear on BBC News in the UK at 5.30 after the wedding. Yes. So we're both going to be sat there wearing our fascinators, looking like Beatrice and Eugenie. I can't wait. You have to wear the fascinators for this oh, TV yes. appearance. Okay, good. I, yes, wanna, I just want to make sure absolutely. they weren't coming off oh, yes. before. Yeah. Oh, as soon as they arrive in the mail, <laughs> they're going to be on the heads every single day. All Riding the time. around the subway. Yeah, yes, exactly. every, grocery oh. shopping, mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. This is incredible. That is a professional operation. So, James, you're going to wear a pink suit probably? Yeah, I'm feeling that. At the minute, I've only got the shirt ready, but I probably should step it up because this is such a big day. This is an important moment. So maybe a pink suit would be right. I've got the shoes. Right. Wait, and Kristen, what color is your fascinator? Or do you want to keep it a surprise? Well, I have two, so I might decide last okay, minute okay, which well. of the two fascinators I'll wear. But I was saying to Julie that one of the dresses is kind of an imitation peacock feather dress that um, is from Tracy Reese from several years ago. So if I wear that dress, I'll wear the matching fascinator I got with it. And if I wear a magenta dress, I have this other fascinator that has butterflies, flowers, feathers, the whole should bang it's like a giant head bouquet wow josh we have to step i know I, I feel like julie and i not having fascinators we really feel like we're gonna have to get it together so i know you guys had on one of your episodes the person who runs the megan's mirror style blog i'm curious do you guys have a favorite megan look or a favorite megan appearance or moment or anything any kind of particular style moment for her other than the messy bun which i feel like is an iconic I know. look she just surprised us so much with that tuxedo and she looked so sexy, so beautiful, yeah. so glamorous, and also just so modern. Oh, she looked so good. We loved that. I'm loving the most recent pick of Megan in the sportswear with the heels. That's me at the gym every Friday night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she has so many iconic moments. The ripped jeans. I mean, I was a little bit British about that. That was too far. But uh, I'm really loving her style now, actually. I'm really leaning into it. And I actually want more ripped jeans. I want more messy bun. I want Megan to just be her perfect self. What do you think Kate's relationship is like with Megan? What, what's that dynamic like? And was it like a learning curve? Did they have to warm up? Was it chilly at first? James, you looked excited. I did. I'm to just answer. laughing at the lifetime trailer again. <laughs> I just, I want to believe that that's their relationship. Marriage isn't so bad. <laughs> I have no idea on this. I really don't. I mean, it must be. I don't know if it's. Is it hard for Kate to have. No, I'm sure it's not. Like, she's potentially the future queen of the United Kingdom. But it feels like it, you know, she's like, oh, a new girl's in town. Maybe she's enjoying it. She must be enjoying the pressure being taken off, actually. I reckon Kate, yeah, I'm working it out as we chat. I think Kate is probably actually very happy about this. Yeah. Yeah. I keep on thinking about Fergie and Di and how Di seemed 
so happy when Fergie married Andrew and they got up to no good together. Remember, they used to poke people in the butts with umbrellas and they would, you know, tell naughty jokes and just just be really naughty young women together. And they had fun and it didn't matter if they were royals or not royals. And I like the idea of Meghan and Kate being like that. And they're exactly the same age. They're both 36. And they both are fashionable. They're both beautiful. I could see them going on little shopping trips together, maybe with masks on. So nobody knows it's them. You know, just having fun together like two friends And I think as well, like in the royal family, your circle is so small and so protected that to have another friend arrive, you must be like, oh, thank God I can chat to someone else. Like there's there's a new element in the family. I think she must be living. Right, right. I The only moment I was kind of skeptical was when during that first interview after the engagement, I felt so bad for Kate because remember how long she and William dated and those were like the news lines and she was given the nickname mm, Wadey, yeah. Katie. And then Megan, it just made it happen so, so fast. fast. But she was a teenager too. Yeah, right? I yeah. mean, this is what I always go back to. Of course, there was going to be lots of back and forth. When you meet somebody in college, what are the chances that you're going to marry that person? Very, very slim. But with these two... They did get married, but they had to go through all the growing up along the way. And thank goodness they didn't just jump in and get married when she was that young, like Di and Charles. You know, you need to be a full adult before you decide to get married. And and in the case of Harry and Meghan, um, I know a lot of people are saying it's a whirlwind romance. But no, by the time they get married, it'll be two years. It's not like they met and got married three weeks later. So they're two adults who are making a decision and they were able to keep it a secret for a while. And it's just love. It's perfect, perfect love. I'm literally tearing up listening to Kristen here. (laughs) (laughs) This happens a lot on our podcast. I start getting choked up. (laughs) We get very emotional sometimes talking about it. And by the way, going back to the trailer, because I keep now flipping back to it too. Hold on, which trailer? Because there was trailer one and there's trailer two. It's the trailer where Harry is arguing with someone like he doesn't care he loves her yep so who do you think is telling him no you can't marry megan oh oh god that's a good question maybe it's not about you can't marry megan maybe he this is the hell with tradition right maybe he's yes yes maybe he's (laughs) saying that to someone who's having a go at megan's ripped jeans maybe Mm. Right. It's a hell of a tradition. I really hope the Rip Jeans get their due in the Lifetime movie because I feel like they deserve it. And I don't feel like there would be anyone in the royal family that would be against it. I don't feel like there's any any of that. And Kristen, what was that quote recently that said Prince Philip felt like Meghan had saved Harry? So James missed this. I interviewed Katie Nichols for our show. She wrote Harry, Life, Loss, and Love. And she was saying to us that very surprisingly, it was really Philip who fell for her and just said, she's perfect. She's wonderful. And they had a very special connection, which I thought was shocking. I'm like, Philip, of all the people, he's the one who fell in love immediately with Megan. But... Um, They have a very special connection, supposedly. I remember reading somewhere that she felt like she asked him lots of questions about his background and genealogy and like where he was from. And like she really like knew how to speak to him about interests that he had, which I thought like that sounded really nice. Right. Yeah. You know, and she's so smart. Yeah, she really is. I, I feel that no matter who she would talk to, she'd be able to find out what they're interested in talk with them about it. And of course, her mother is a social worker. So I'm sure she knows a lot about talking with people through her mom, too. That's a really good call. 
James, I know I asked you a little bit about this yesterday, but I'm curious because we haven't gotten to speak to too many people who actually live in London. Right. Is it pandemonium there right now? Are people like constantly talking about the wedding? Is it, is it, what's, is there, is the obsession, you, you know, I guess, well, how do you feel people are feeling about it? I don't it? know whether to, <laughs> I don't know whether to lie to you or tell you the truth. <laughs> um, I think people are really kind of chill still. Like the Union Jacks haven't gone up yet. There's a lot going on news-wise in both our countries. Um, so it's still very low down on the agenda, I think, for for a lot of people. But there's a buzz about Meghan definitely joining the royal family. I think there's, there's you see it in the streets whenever they're together. It's an amazing distraction, but the distraction of everything else going on is still there. God, this is such a dark answer. This is why I was like, shall I just lie? No, no, no. That makes sense. <laughs> And also, I mean, there's Kate's, Kate's baby as well, right? right? So I guess there's also like that happening at the same yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. So there's kind of a lot. There's just a lot going on. Um, but I think as we get closer and we're now nearly less than 40 days away, I feel like it will get very intense. And as I said, the Union Jacks will come out on the streets and that's when everyone will be like, oh, this is happening. What do you remember about Kate and William's wedding? Did you partake in any of the festivities? Yeah, I, um, my sister and I camped out on the Mall outside Buckingham Palace uh, the night before the wedding. It was a split decision. We were like, shall we? Is that crazy? And we were like, no, we'll do it. Um, so we got there about 11 p.m. And we had a big bottle of Pims, which is like a, a UK liquor um, that you drink with fruit. It's very British. It was a really sunny day, but it got so cold at night. So we were freezing, but we stayed, we slept on the street. Um, we met loads of people from all over the Commonwealth and were chatting. And then in the morning, um, we, we waited and waited and waited and waited. And then we saw them for like 0.5 seconds. I think it was, a, I think it was less than a <laughs> second that I saw them in view. We were like, oh my God. And then we were, and then we just, you couldn't help but be like, Oh, oh wait, is that it? How do we now watch it? Where are the screens? Um, so we found a screen and we watched it from there. But there was just so such an amazing atmosphere in London and all over the UK. People were just buzzing. And it was like a big bank holiday weekend as well. It was like a nonstop party. And you've never seen so many Union Jacks. Wow. And did people get dressed up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And there's like street parties with like plastic Union Jacks. You guys look so excited. <laughs> hearing this story you're like oh my god we want to be there the roads get closed and people go out on the street and have like cream teas and there's union jack tablecloths everywhere and you're drinking from union jack cups and you're yeah it's it's an immersive experience wow oh my gosh this is like my fantasy fiction of what a royal wedding weekend would look like yeah and i feel like this is why this royal wedding is even more exciting because it's in windsor and that feels so special it feels so different it's such a cute like almost village-esque town. It will just feel so romantic oh, and perfect and special. And we're going to be wearing our fascinators. <laughs> oh, it, sounds, it sounds amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for coming by. This was so fun. Uh, we love getting to talk to you guys about all this stuff. I know this is so special and we'll have to connect closer to oh, the wedding. I know, Absolutely. I know. And we have to start that just like convention. Yes. The, right. the Hagen right. convention yes. so that we can just be with other people 
who believe in love. And guys, you've got a hookup to Megan, right? With with the Vanity Fair cover. So if you could arrange that day with Megan that you promised at the beginning of this interview, that would be really great. Yes. Perfect. I think you. Megan wants to make sure I'm there in the room with her before she goes out down the aisle. So she needs a pep talk from me, I think. Make sure you listen to James and Kristen every week as the panoply is When Megan Met Harry. You can also follow their Twitter, which is Royal Wedding Pod. And then individually, your handles are... Kristen Meinzer. And mine is at I am James Barr. Fantastic. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. This was great. Thanks so much for having us. So that does it for this week's episode of In the Limelight. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, please remember to check us out on Apple Podcasts where you can rate and review us. Also feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at In the Limelight to further discuss any of these subjects. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Julie W. Miller. And I'm Jay Duboff. We also are on Instagram at In the Limelight Pod. This episode was edited and produced by Danielle Roth. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We will talk to you next week. And until then, no, no bad, bad energy. energy.